Holly had gone to visit a famous church in Baltimore because they have on the ceiling of the church, a part of the church, up high, this beautiful painting inspired by the, the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. They had commissioned an artist many years ago now to do this beautiful painting on the ceiling of, of the nave of the church. Um, I had heard about it, but hadn't really ever gone. And he read that on Saturdays, it's open to the public for you know just general viewing. It was open a lot of other times too for you know religious services. But that they usually had a, a historian or an art person around on Saturdays from um, noon to four to talk to tell people about the art and show people other stuff that's around. So all he went. When he got there, though, the police were on the scene. All he went on in. He saw the curator there. It was nearly in tears. The police were around taking notes and photographs. I said, hey, what's, what's wrong? I said, you can't look. Isn't it obvious? Look. I looked up where she was pointing, and, well, the ceiling was gone. Someone had stolen the ceiling. Up above them in that part of the ceiling where Ollie had expected to see this painting was blue sky, clouds, birds going by. I said, whoa, that's incredible. That's not the, that's not the ceiling. That's not the famous ceiling. I said, no, it's not. It's a, the, the ceiling itself is a, it's a, a beautiful rendition of the raising of Lazarus. But someone's somehow stolen it, and I don't understand any part of it, how they would do it, where they would go with it how they would even use a ceiling like that. Oh, I just hope that they... I guess I hope they got it out in one piece. I'd hate to have it be destroyed, even if it was somewhere else. It's such a great piece. I mean, of course I want it back. I said, yeah, um, absolutely. Well, listen, my name is Ollie the Octopus. I'm a private eye, and I'd be happy to volunteer my services to try and figure out what's going on here. Oh, that's so kind of you. I mean, the police are here, but you may have some, you know, skills and tricks that, that they don't. I said, yeah, I work with the police all the time. Um, some of them are great. Some of them aren't, but uh, I'll do what I can to help. So when did you first notice that the ceiling was gone? I said, well, you know, we have our, our open house times here from, from noon to four on Saturdays. And it's, it's usually me, not always me, but usually me. So I came in. You know, usually there's, uh, most of the time, you know, it's just a few people here and there. Sometimes there's big groups that come through, and that's fun. Um, but anyway, my point is I don't get here a whole lot earlier than I get here at like 11.30 or so, unless I'm already here for something else. I said, so you, are you on staff at the church here? No, no, I'm just, I'm a member here, and I'm a historian, I'm an art historian. I, I work... In my day job, I work at the 
sorry. My day job, I work for the Smithsonian um, down in D.C. But they're, um, yeah. So I do this partially for work stuff and also partially just to volunteer at my church and to get a chance to talk to art history. Anyway, the point is, I came in this morning at 11.30 and I went and picked out a couple of books that I could read when it was slow. And I mean, it was probably 12.15 or so before I even thought to look up that particular day. I should spend more time. I feel bad now that I didn't take the time to, to, to sit and appreciate it. But anyway, the first couple of people came in and the kid, as soon as he walked in, he just pointed up and said, it's gone. And that's when I looked up and, well, you see it. You see it now. I said, yeah, it's, uh, that's pretty wild. It's um, staying warm okay. Uh, what do you mean? I mean, I would expect with a big hole, you know, the whole, that whole trunk of ceiling and roof gone, that it would get cold in here. And, you know, that there would be, I mean, it's, it's cold outside. I said, you're right, it is staying warm in here, maybe because it's, so high up, I, you're right, that is very strange. I said, yeah, let me, um, well, let me take a little look. So, so was there any, are there, were there any workmen on site? Well, no, that's the thing. And I, I've called the, the junior warden, the person in charge of the property, he said that there weren't any workmen, that he was here yesterday, actually, most of the day. I mean, doing something like this should have taken... It should have taken days to even do something like this. And how they could... I mean, the only time there wasn't somebody here was from about 5 o'clock yesterday to, you know, 11.30, 11.45 this morning. It's not enough time. Oh, I hope they didn't destroy it. I said, all right. Now... Let me think about this. There aren't any windows up there. I said, uh, no. No, when it was originally built, it was there wasn't any art up there. It was a, it was a plain vaulted ceiling. Uh, it was okay looking, but not great. Um, and when the church commissioned this artwork, they had a plaster, a master plasterer, come and make a plaster surface, make a plaster ceiling for the artist to paint on. And when we did that... I mean, this was before my time, but when they did that, they also added electrical connections up there. And so there were, so there's a series of lights, but, but no windows in that part. Which is good for the painting, actually, because we can, you know, be careful with our bold choices and preserve the painting. I said, yeah, but, what am, but, it doesn't look like the lights are on. Oh, maybe the lights got damaged and whatever they did. Um, let me check. Hold on. And he went over to a panel. It was kind of off to the side of the church and flipped some switches and didn't do anything. So now they're in the on position. They're switched on, so it must be they must be damaged or something up there. I said, all right. And it looks a little... 
have you really sat there and stared at it? At the lack of ceiling? I guess. I mean, there's only so much to see. I said, I'm not sure you're right about that. Let me, um, <clears throat> can you give me one of the bulbs that you would use in the light fixtures up there? Sure. Um, give me a second. And she ran back to the back room, came back with the bulb, handed it to Ollie. Ollie said, all right. And he climbed up one of the pillars, climbed all the way up there. He got up there, he got to one of the lights. And there he looked. And the bulb was, there was, a, there was a bulb in there, and it was unscrewed. So Ollie tightened it up, and the light came on. And then the sky changed. The sky got started to look a little washed out. The bulb was pointing. Ollie climbed gingerly higher, carefully higher. And as he got there, as he got above the line where the lights were, he realized that they were looking at a very different situation than they thought they were. Because as he got closer to what looked like a hole in the ceiling, Ollie realized that the ceiling was still there. And mounted up there, way up high, were three big black boxes, kind of tucked away. But once he was up there, he could see them. And they were shining bright. Ollie went over to one, waved an arm over it, and a shadow went across the sky. I went over to this box, filtered on with it for a second, found a switch, and turned it off. And there was a gasp and a scream from down below as a big chunk of the sky went dark. And quick as he could, because he couldn't really shut down, I went around, screwed in the light bulbs, and unturned off what Ollie now knew were projectors. Well, by the time he was done, the painting was back. Someone had gotten up there, unscrewed all the light bulbs, and put up these projectors. And the projectors were projecting an extremely bright image of the daytime sky, up onto the ceiling, creating the illusion that someone had stolen the ceiling. Ollie climbed back down. The curator and the police were baffled, not understanding. So what, I don't, what, how did you, it's, it's been there the whole time? I said, yeah, it was an illusion. It was an optical illusion. They did it with projectors and by turning off the lights, the other lights, it's, it was a really good fake, but but why would they do that? What would be the point? That's just mean. I said, I do wonder. Oh. Has anyone else been in here today? Well, yeah. Yeah, it's been actually kind of a busy day. Um, at first, there were six people that noticed it was gone. And then word kind of got out that someone had stolen the whole ceiling. And there have been actually a lot of it. There's a lot of people coming through. And just looking up. And everyone's just been sitting here looking up all day. Even me. 
police too. I said, looking up, huh? Shay, I don't know a lot about your church, but wouldn't there normally be like a big golden cross over there at the altar? The curator snapped her head over and looked. Well, yeah. There. Oh, there should be. There should be a big silver cross on the altar. Two silver chalices. Oh, oh no. The curator went up to the altar and looked around. He said, oh no, 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 no. All the silver and the gold has been, it's gone. All the silver and the gold is gone. I said, well, we were all looking up at the ceiling. The thief came through and took all the gold and silver from the altar. I said, oh no, that's terrible, but wait. Wait, I have an idea. Come with me, Ollie. We might not have much time. So they ran to a back office. At the office, they pulled out this computer. So here's the thing. We have, we do a, we've done it for a while, but we just have a constant live stream. Since things got weird with the pandemic, we have a live stream of the altar area. The idea is that people can feel like they're coming to visit, coming to pray, they can just go to the website, and then if people are doing a service, they can tune in, but there's a, there's a webcam on, always. If we can just look at the back footage, we can look. there they are. Ollie and the curator looked, and there some people wandered up, looking all innocent, and slipped crosses and goblets and other accoutrements under their coats, and then they turned their eyes up and wandered aimlessly off camera while everyone else was distracted. They made off with a fortune in gold and silver. Then all I spotted that they'd made a mistake. All I said, hey, is it a mistake? Not one everybody might realize, but I know that guy. I know him. I've caught him before. That's Martin McClure. He usually steals gemstones and jewels. Looks like he decided to broaden his repertoire. He might have gotten away with it if he hadn't remembered the webcam. This is time-stamped an hour and a half ago, so we haven't much time. So they went with the police, told them everything that they'd learned. And they called and they got a warrant for Martin McClure's house. Ollie got in the car with him. And they streamed across town. And they pulled up to his house. He was loading a bunch of stuff into the back of his car. They got him. Martin McClure, freeze. Put the bag down. We have a warrant to search your property. He said, what, what? I didn't do anything. Man, I've gone clean. You know that, Ollie. Oh, I said, sorry, Martin. I know, just the opposite. It's crazy. I don't know what you're... I'm just going on vacation. 
You gotta leave me alone. And the officers went and they looked in the bag and there was a big silver cross. And they opened up the trunk of his car and then there were gold cups, silver cups, and all sorts of accoutrements that you might find on the altar of a fancy church. Said Martin McClure, you're under arrest for breaking and entering and robbing. Theft. Dang it, Ollie. If I ever get out of jail again, I'm going to go to some town where you're not. I'm sick of you busting me. I said, yeah, well, you know, you shouldn't do crimes if you're not ready to get punished, especially not with all the octopus in town. And that was the story of Ollie and the stolen stealing.